We just launched the Last Prisoner Project website. It hit the airport the day I landed. Talking to someone that's in a different state, you're having a different conversation. Because it's mass, because it's no handshaking, because it's no exploring a facility, you know, it's really, really limited. People are struggling to find access. Welcome to Weed Buds Radio. I am your host, Rye, and I am in our virtual studio with Jocelyn Tucker of Design Kush. Welcome, Jocelyn. Hi, Rye. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. Jocelyn is an amazing marketer, customer service, business development. What would you consider to be like your passion, Jocelyn? My passion is startups. I love businesses when they are in the very, very beginning and everything is brainstorming and a lot of ideas. It's like my favorite time. The hardest time is your favorite time. Definitely. Yes. Yes. There's an excitement and a thrill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone is really on board, you know, and everyone is really passionate. That's my, that's my jam. Yeah. So you are in Denver, I am, yeah. I live in Denver, Colorado. I moved here a couple months ago. Originally from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. LeBron, I lived in Akron. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Just like me, I've lived in multiple states. I think I was checking yesterday and it was six times in the last five and a half years that I've relocated states. And so there's always so many experiences that you develop and people that you meet when you do those types of journeys. Mm-hmm. It's always exciting. I feel like, you know, it's like a culture shift, though. It's like a different pace everywhere you go. It's a different speed, for sure. Kind of a nomadic lifestyle. Oh, yeah, definitely. You start to, like, dwindle your things down, right? You're like, okay, this only this much can come with me 19 hours of a move, you know? You have to love it. Every time I've moved between taking things to uh, different drop-offs or trash, things that are just too old to be salvaged. I've noticed that my life has gotten simpler every single time. Where now, like, when I first started, it was a giant moving truck. Then it was a U-Haul box truck. Then it's a moving van. And then it's like, okay, I'm gonna fit this in my Prius and just drive. My poor dad, he has like a trailer and a truck and I'm constantly like, you want to do a 19 hour road trip with me? <laughs> so my- and he always does. He always does. He's a, he's a saint. This time we just did my Subaru though. I have a Forester. And so I was like, dad, you can just drive with me. It's only 19 hours. We only take us two days. He's a, he's a godsend. He goes with me every trip. I love that. Now, tell me, what was it like growing up in in Ohio? What was your first experience with cannabis and hemp? Because when I think of Ohio, they're they're not super embracing of everything yet. No, no, it's a really slow, slow moving process there. Um, We did have some success in the last couple months. They've added a couple more things to the medical list there, which is really, really exciting. It's just medical in Ohio still. I first was introduced to cannabis in high school. I think like most people, I was hanging out with the older kids and, you know, had my first recreational experience. Um, But Ohio is very limited in what's available. Even the medical facilities are really, really spread out. Like if it's not a major city, you're not 
there's not a dispensary around. So um, I didn't really experience cannabis in a realistic way until I was in New York City. Yeah, and then then I really got, you know, accustomed to the to the lifestyle and seeing it be available and seeing being able to walk into a store with a card, you know what I mean, was all pretty brand new. It wasn't in Ohio yet when I was when I moved to New York. What so when I was in Ohio, they were just coming online with their medical program and I was one of their their first patients to get a card and it was an excruciating process. It it's not what I think kind of the stereotype medical marijuana patient is because it what like okay what specialists have you seen uh what was your treatment where did it fail and it was really quite a long process and then when you actually get to the dispensary you met with pharmacists that had a little exposure if you want to call it that to cannabis and then retail experience that was very very limited and so I learned a lot. And then going back to Maine, where it was a little bit more of that kind of California style, where the, quali- the qualifying conditions dropped, their access was much more readily available if you just put in a little bit of work. So it's interesting to kind of watch these markets as they, as they come online. And you have a unique opportunity to really explore this because your role at Design Kush, you get to kind of work with people from across all parts of this industry. Definitely, definitely. And I like, you know, I like the challenge. I like when it's somewhere that people are struggling to find access because I believe in it. So especially, you know, my home state, they just denied anxiety as one of the medical conditions. And I I have anxiety. I know it helps with it, you know. So I like to work in those states and those medical dispensaries that don't have you know, everything available they should and, or, you know, they don't have a website that allows people to know like, hey, you can fill out your card here, we'll help you. You know, there's really, I like to help where where it's complicated. You know, Denver and California, obviously it's exciting. You know, there's so much freedom to be creative. Um, but my heart is really in the people that need it and can't get it. I love that. Now, Do you think that cannabis businesses, be it dispensaries, retailers, cultivators, do they need to have a web presence? Definitely, especially after Corona. You know, this pandemic has really just shifted everyone's like business persona to online. Um, In-person meeting is, it's still different because it's mass, because it's no handshaking, because it's no exploring a facility, you know, it's really, really limited. So I think we have to be open and engaging online so that people can get a feel for our brand and kind of our our personality and what matters to us. If I'm a business in this space and I have no idea how to even start a website, never mind design a website, I can speak from experience. It's not a skill set that I possess. So what are the options for people like me to kind of develop or start to develop an online presence? Sure. I would say start where it's free. Social media is an amazing free tool. 
um, start with what you know, right? Like if you need the basics up, you need your address, you need your phone number, you need an email, like have ways for people to contact you. Always start there, you know. Um, photos are great, you know, seeing product is cool. Everybody loves to just skim through, but if you don't have a website, you really need to make sure you have a way for people to get a hold of you and find you. Mm. There's also cannabis directories, um, pot guide, weed maps, you know, anything like that, cannabis.net. They're trying to list cannabis businesses. They want to be a resource, so use them. It's free. You may not have, you know, the top page, but at least your information is available. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. But if I want to take that next step and I want that website, I want to capture leads or I want to educate a consumer and I know that it's just going to overwhelm me, it overwhelms myself. And I was starting to reach out to a company like Design Kush. To me, that would still be overwhelming because it's a new space, it's a new technology. And as a business owner, I've got so many things that I've got going on in a day as it is. Uh, what does that process kind of look like in terms of getting started and what services would I potentially be interested in that you can kind of help me in terms of growing an online brand? Sure, sure. So the starting process, you know, we we handle everything for your website at Design Kush. So if you are coming to us, we have packages of all range, all price ranges and all, you know, if you want a basic website, you want just the basics, a landing page for people to go to, it will still have integrated live chat. It will have POS, which is your point of sale integration. It will have, you know, search and Google optimization. It will, you know, you'll have a website builder that we will set up your website and then you can edit if you'd like, you know, but we do that. That's what the design team is for, is setting all of that up. So you're not trying to figure out how to put a layout on a, on a website, you know, that when you have a business running, you shouldn't be worrying about all of these other things that aren't your skill set. You should be focused on growing what you're good at. Absolutely. And doubling down on those things, because when I think of the amount of time it takes me to do something on my website, it can cost me an entire day if I have no idea, you know, it, put this code here and slide this there. It, for me, I get overwhelmed. So I'm trying to like kind of get in the space of a retailer, a cultivator and somebody that's you know very hands on getting frustrated with a process like this and then not knowing where to turn. And so, you know, I connected with your team on, on LeafWire. You guys do an amazing job networking and just getting the brand out there. And that's why I was so excited to, uh, to highlight you on WeedBuds. And so I would like to know more about some of the services. So like daily posting of social media, who's got time for that? And, you know, are there other things that the Design Kush team can kind of take off our plate? Definitely. So besides our normal packages, which is just, you know, website, um, a few of the packages come with a branding kit. So that could be a total brand redesign if you wanted logos. We do also like business cards, you know, letterheads, things of that nature. Aside from all of that, we can also take over your social media. We do, you know, three posts a week across three platforms. 
which is what we found is really best. And then we study all of your results. We see what time people are coming onto your page and what's getting interactions. And we shape your content to get better engagement. Um, we also use a smart bot tool, which is really cool for social media. So once we have kind of built a platform for you, we found like pictures and posts and we figure out what's working. There's actually a robot in our system that helps us generate and pick content that will be geared for your audience, which is fascinating to me. I'm still blown away by it. It's really, really cool. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. Um, we also do blog posts. So if you wanted a bi-monthly blog, blog post, it's a really good way to get your search engine optimization up. Um, it's also just a cool way to focus and, you know, really give deeper dive information to people that are curious about your brand. And you can also highlight people in the industry that you love with blog. Um, another thing we help with is ads, which is a big issue in the industry, right? Cannabis is not federally legal. So it's, you know, it's not allowed on a lot of websites. Um, so many dispensaries have been banned from Facebook because they listed a price or posted a menu and we specialize in that. You know, um, our design team is amazing. They keep up to date on what is, what's allowed everywhere. You know, um, I just found out this week, Spotify allows CBD brands and ads on Spotify, which just like blew my mind. No idea, <laughs> didn't know that was happening or changing. So um, it's really cool that they kind of take care of all of that. You know, they know what's allowed where and you know, they manage all of that for you. Because that compliance piece is, is super overwhelming and it's ever changing. Mm -hmm. And it's different state by state and at a national level, right? So like some, you know, in Colorado specifically, it's recreational and medical and it's like pretty liberal, right? Pretty free, but on a federal standpoint, it doesn't matter, you know, like it does. Right. It does when you're in Colorado, but the moment you, you know, are talking to someone that's in a different state, you're having a different conversation. When did you officially launch Design Kush? Design Kush started right, like, right at the pandemic, like beginning of March. And then two weeks later, it was like, you know, COVID broke out. So how did that come to be? Everybody else is sitting at home. They're nervous. Nobody knows what's going on. How do you decide that like, this is time to build a business? You know, I think our co-founders, you know, Shane and Tyler, they really just saw it as an opportunity. You know, they were like, we are sat at home and there are people that have no clue how to build their digital presence. You know, they don't have a digital strategy because their business has been, you know, primarily in person. So I think they looked at what was happening in the world and were like, we have an opportunity to not only help people, but help the industry forward and really start, you know, helping people build a brand and an identity that they agree with, you know, and it's going to be public, right? Because now dig the digital world is all available. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah. They really just kind of were like, it's time to dive in and dig in and, you know, COVID didn't stop them. <laughs> it didn't stop them. But what did COVID do to you personally? Oh my gosh. I, you know, I looked at when COVID happened, I had been in the city for five years and um, 
kind of sat me down a bit. You know, I realized I was nine hours from home and I was, you know, the city, New York was really, really bad when it started. Um, so I went home, I went to Ohio. I, you know, was hanging out there and um, I have like seven siblings. So I was just hanging out and, you know, COVID to me was like, I better just like go love my family for a while. But then I was bored. You work seven days a week in New York, yeah. six or seven, and that's pretty consistent. And I'd been living that life for five years. So right. I got to Ohio and it was slow and like beautiful, but I was also like, so what else do you guys do? Yeah. <laughs> then you decided to just pack up and move to Denver? I had been visiting Denver for years. I come probably once a year at least and stay. I would stay for like a week or so just exploring and looking around. It kept, I just kept coming back here. So um, I had actually been on spring break here when COVID hit. I was in Denver. And so I had lockdown. It hit the, it hit the airport the day I landed. So I just like hung out again in Denver. I started applying for jobs just out of like, I don't know, on a whim kind of. And I found Design Kush. And I started chatting with the co-founders and just loved their mission. And um, I worked from Ohio for a little bit. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this leap. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Take so, a chance. Why not? Yeah. So my poor dad, I'm like, load up. We're going, yeah. we're going in a pandemic this time. Uh, so, so since you joined Shane and Tyler, what are some of the projects that you're most proud of? Oh, we just launched the Last Prisoner Project website, which is like, honestly, a, a major reason why I chose Design Kush. Um, I knew that they supported and were big components for the Last Prisoner Project. Um, I actually didn't know too much about that project when I started interviewing. So when I started learning like how amazing and what kind of hard work and how much goes into what that organization is doing, I just really fell in love with the organization. I started watching every webinar I could like find about them. And it just made me feel more secure in Design Kush that that is what was important to them. It was so inspiring. And I mean, his entire team is is really dedicated to this. And so I loved it. And immediately when I first met you and Shane and Tyler, this was one of the first things that I heard about and just knew that as a team and organization and at the end of the day, we're, we're all born to share love. And so that was really what kind of attracted me to, to this whole thing. And so I really appreciate you, you sharing that and taking on that project. I mean, just job well done. If you haven't checked out the website, uh, go check out the website. And, and Josh, so what is the exact URL for, is it lastprisonerproject.com? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's amazing. It's amazing. The work that Tyler put in is just incredible, you know, and it, but the project is so much bigger, right? Like Last Prisoner Project is really the highlight of all of it. You know, it's I'm just I feel blessed to be alongside and be part of that. And what other products or services do you have coming up in the future? Can you give us some, any, any secrets of what's coming out to help our, our brands? 
Yes, definitely. Some some little DK secrets. Yes. Um, We're super excited. You know, we're doing some shifts and some changes, you know, internally just to make more packages available for people. So um, we realized, you know, once we started into the market that, you know, we have three standard plans. And so we started seeing that there were a lot of people getting customs, you know, they were, they were seeing a part of our plan that they loved, but then they needed to add or subtract. So we're really doing some cool things with custom plans coming up where, you know, people are going to be able to really, really hone in on specifically what they want. So that's what I'm most excited for. You know, it's really building something that is like exactly meets your needs. For a business owner, you don't have to really be concerned about price, for example. You guys are there to put together a package so anybody can afford to play on some level in this. Yeah, yes, definitely. New businesses or you know, businesses that are realizing that they need an online presence, you know, reach out. We want to help and we want to push the industry forward. Um, and that that comes by us all working together and coming together and being like, your brand is cool. You focus on that. We'll focus on what we're good at. Well, in speaking of that collaboration, we are going to have some of your teammates coming on the show over the next couple of episodes. Can you introduce us to your team a little bit and just kind of share what their role is and maybe something that uh, is unique about your team? Oh, I, I adore them. Um, so Shane and Tyler famously call us the Fantastic Four. So there are four other, there's me and three other teammates that all got hired at the same time. Um, so they are Alex, Alexis, and Tino. His name's Santino, if you see it listed anywhere, but he prefers Tino. Um, and we all just really, you know, came together and realized we were starting at a startup in the pandemic. And, you know, the way that that was going to be, you know, impactful and powerful was if we were all fully on board. So it's been really cool to start with people and, you know, get to know them in a real way. Alex is, um, I know you've talked to him, he's really into sustainability and, you know, making sure that he is not leaving a a huge carbon footprint, which is amazing. He has the coolest dog named Simon and they just love to go like mountain mountain climbing together. Yeah. Alexis is amazing. She's from Texas and she has all of us saying y'all. So we all have like picked up on each other's draws. I say party people and she says y'all. So (laughs) we all know we all, you know, we say y'all and party people now. Um, And she is just she was at GoDaddy for a really long time. So she really understands the industry, you know, websites and what people need in a capacity that's like really really cool she was working with customers specifically doing this for i think like four or five years um Amazing. she also has a dog named brody who is such a dude i'm i like love everybody's dogs uh, <laughs> and tino is a grower he his family has been growing for years and so his knowledge of the plant and you know what kind of love and care goes into making this whole industry possible is just a light i like love learning and just hearing about you know the parts of the plant that i don't always get to appreciate because i'm not seeing them in that capacity 
his dog's name is Neffy, and she's just a doll. She's a big pity. Do you have your own dog, or are you one of those that, like, your dog is everybody else's dog? So I'm, like, dog obsessed. I'm one of those people that if I had a dog, I would have no life. It would just be, like, me and my dog going on walks. So I dog sit, and I dog walk sometimes for people, but no, no dogs at my house. Well, if, if when you have a dog, you can go to notplastic.com and get the uh, bio dog gradable dog waste bags. I've been telling everyone, everyone I know who gets they're dogs, great. I'm like, you better go to Not Plastic because they're biodegradable. So if you're that person that leaves it on the sidewalk, like, shame on you. There's no on- excuse anymore. <laughs> no, no excuse. Well, Jocelyn, thank you so much for joining Weed Buds Radio, introducing us to yourself and the Design Kush team. And I'm so excited to work with you and speak with you more. I'm so excited too. Thank you so much for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Ryan, Jocelyn, you both have very exciting voices and it was an even more exciting conversation. I love the diverse offerings and services that Design Kush brings to the table. Yeah, they really do have from everything, social media to your web presence, they can really help develop that online branding that that your business needs. And the entire team at Design Kush has such unique stories. For example, we heard Jocelyn's story of how she ended up in Denver and pretty soon we're gonna have Alex on the show Alex we met online LinkedIn per usual and the entire design kush team are some of the best networkers that I know and Alex introduced me to his lifestyle where he's cut a lot of waste from his consumption and he's really focused on sustainability which is something that of course we all share so really excited to have the design kush team join us over the next couple episodes and we hope you do as well. I'm really excited for that conversation. Interesting, interesting stuff about sustainability and plastic and not plastic. So if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to heart share and retweet it. Reach out to us. We really want to get to know you if you're listening and thank you for spending some time with us today. And until next time, puff. Puff. Peace. Peace.